When I'm in that place, I can see how there'd be pain. But there's also hope. Love, even. Angels can only imagine. Sometimes I envy humans. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I talk about every single episode of the TV show Supernatural, even the ones we don't really remember so good, Chris. Mm-hmm. This is going to be this is gonna be weird. It'll be interesting. I, I was giving out a lot of nicknames in, okay. in my notes. Cool. Uh, cool, cool, cool. You know, just, just throwing those things around because normally we watch the episode, we record shortly after, mm-hmm. but there was a little bit of space in between this time. It's been. So I don't remember who I was calling Jeff Bezos in my notes. It's been. But I'm eight, sure eight that days I don't like them since I have watched this episode, which is plenty of time to forget this completely already forgettable episode. I think. Well, you know, it's all right. Season thirteen syndrome. You know, it's not bad, but I don't remember it. I'm also looking at it, and I have taken the least amount of notes that I think I've ever taken. <laughs> like, if you wow. ca- if you if you kill the section that has like the episode description and the guest people, it's just two pages. And wow. that's not a lot of notes for me. I'm usually not, I'm usually not much going on four pages. Um, I think this is one of those those episodes that has a lot of players on the board, but not a lot happening. Yeah, it feels like that. Um, and also like some weird stuff with Lucifer that I just don't like, which is, makes sense because guess who's back? It's mm. Buck Loud and, and Coming Motor or whatever that, that we were calling them for the. Yeah few days before we get into the episode proper i do want to mention something that we haven't mentioned in a while uh usually i would take this opportunity to plug our patreon at patreon.com slash monster of the week which you can always go to to get cool stuff um but we have merch did you know that this is news to me we have merch you can buy (laughs) t-shirts um Mm -hmm. you can buy um stickers and coffee cups and just all kinds of cool stuff uh the site for that is tpublic.com. You just search Monster of the Week. We have a link on our website at monsteroftheweek.cool. Um, I have interesting stuff happening uh, over there. So go Looking check it out. To it. We're going to be introducing some new stuff. I've actually got some designs that we've had for a while that I'm going to be uploading to make available as like stickers and stuff. Um, so stuff like 
Fish Castiel, Fishbowl mm-hmm. Castiel, uh, which is going to be super sweet. I used to have a bunch of this stuff on my desk, but I, I don't have any of it in my desk anymore. I have all the cleaned. stickers and stuff that you sent me right here next to me. And yeah. The, the Castiel one in particular, the colors are just like... Super good. They're, they are straight up beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we're, gonna, we're commissioning some new stuff to put on the store. Um, there's some things that I would like to have that Public doesn't offer. Uh, but like hats like and tight and pants, ammo, ammo, and tight pants, <laughs> tight pants. I want ammo and tight pants. It's that's just, that's all I'm looking for. Um, but the t-shirt quality and everything is very, very good. Um, and they reached out to us. And we're like, hey, we want you to be like more closely associated with us. So like partner up. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, so now we earn more money on that stuff. Uh, and I'm gonna try to work with them so I can get discounts on shipping for international stuff because that mm-hmm. gets ridiculous. In the oh, meantime. Yeah. Go to monsterweek.cool, uh, click on the shirts tab, and you can go get taken to a magical world of Monster of the Week merchandise. Hell yeah. And if you get stuff, take a picture of it and send it to us. Take, give you selfies and all that stuff. Send it to us. Chris, I'm sorry. I'm bad. What's up? But it's season 13. It's been eight days season, since I've thought about Supernatural. Eight days. Eight days. So let me fill you in, Jeremy, because last time on Supernatural, the boys were paid a bit a visit by Rowena. Do you remember her? Mm. That's a question for you. Do you remember? Mm. Her? <laughs> the boys were paid a visit by Rowena, who connects with Sam about their shared trauma while also pursuing the Black Grimoire, the powerful spellbook currently in the boys' possession. In the end, Sam allows Rowena to take a page from the book, allowing her to release the magical bindings that restrained her power, leaving her with enough strength to protect herself from Lucifer and potentially much more. Uh, meanwhile, Castiel and Lucifer finally escape from their imprisonment, uh, and just as things are heating up, Castiel does us all an immense favor and seemingly kills Lucifer. Now, I wrote this before watching the episode. Yeah. Uh, uh, and finally, Jack and Mary are still trapped in the apocalypse world, where Michael continues to plot and scheme. I, um, that's a good summary, Chris, because I hadn't thought about Supernatural in a long time, so this, is, this gets me back on board. I, um, yeah, here you go. We are watching season 13, episode 13, Devil's Bargain. This was written by Brad Buckner and Eugenie Ross-Lemming, directed by Eduardo Sanchez. This came out on February 8th, 2018, almost exactly three years ago today. It's weird how we have done this. I don't know how. Are we just going to be on the same schedule as Supernatural from now on? Like, is we that, might be. It's going to be kind of weird. I mean, they take breaks and we don't, right? Yes, that's so. true. We've, we have yet to take a break on this show. Um Daniel Ackles guest stars. Sam, Dean, and Castiel search for Lucifer, who, meanwhile, strikes an unlikely deal with a local faith healer named Sister Joe. Asmodeus inches closer to finding Jack. That's right, everybody. Jensen's wife is in this. Um, I didn't know that was her until you texted me. Didn't have any idea. Okay. So I knew it was her. Um, I, I did not know previously that she was like an actress or whatever. I don't know anything about her. Um, as you guys probably heard from the podcast like we don't pay a lot of attention to these people's like real lives at all um so like i don't know i know one of them has a beer it's none of my business it's It's, none of my business it's none of my family business i think is the way we should yeah we should say that um but she's here and she has really awkward sexually charged scenes with lucifer a guy that i don't like that much it straight up stinks buck lemming loves just taking the villains and making them like horny um (sighs) And it's just not what I want. I I, you know, I'm fine with I'm fine with Sam and Dean um, having a little thirst every once in a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, and I'm I more than appreciate characters in the TV show Supernatural thirsting for Sam and Dean. It feels like that's a thing of the past, um, and it shouldn't be. However, making Catch um, get busy with it, making Lucifer 
Like I had to see his O face. That's not anything I wanted in my life. Nope. Didn't want to see any of this. Um, I was trying to put myself in the position of being Jensen Ackles, uh, which is something I do maybe four to five times a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and just <laughs> wondering what it would be like if like, you know, Hey, I have the opportunity to, I don't know what the casting process is. I would assume that like maybe he just was like, Hey, do you want to be on the show? We have an opening or something like, I don't know, maybe, or maybe she auditioned. I really, I have no clue, but like just putting myself in the, in the, in the, the, the process, the thought process, the mind, the brain of Jensen Ackles, as he's like probably on set watching Mark Pellegrino, um, just get like, just real close. Just the worst guy, just, you know, kissing your wife on the neck. Just was like get real close <laughs> to like the nape of Autumn's neck. And just like even talking about it now, my whole body is doing that like kind of motion. Um, I just yeah, wouldn't, like it. I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it. I don't know how actors separate this stuff. Like if I was, if I was married to Brad Pitt and I had to watch Brad Pitt make out with like a 20 year old, I'd be super upset about it. Like I just, Brad, mm-hmm. you said you need to keep that shit with me. Like that's, that's not, I know it, I understand. Brad, you said I was the only 20 year old you needed. <laughs> so what if I'm 40? <laughs> you told me that I was going to be the only 20 year old. Um, but yeah, like I just, I just, I feel this whole, the, the whole it's stuff. It's just because it's, it's straight up just because it's Lucifer. It, it was because it's Mark Pellegrino, but like, yeah. I mean, like, it's just gross now. Like, it's just yeah. super gross. Uh, let's get into the show. Okay. Um, we start off with Cass and he's bleeding. He's and bleeding. All, I, I was just, I started my notes with question marks. I was like, what's going on with Cass? Was he stabbed? Is everything all right? I still don't frankly really know. Um, he got nicked by an angel blade. Um, when? In the, when, when, they, when he stabbed Lucifer? Yeah, when they were fighting. They were fighting back and forth. There was oh, like they a, fought. Yeah. I didn't know they fought. I, maybe I'm just remembering it wrong. In my head, he just stabs Lucifer, and that's, that's it. Yeah, they were like going back and forth. They're like Lucifer like did the tricky thing. Like, like oh, gotcha. And like kind of like got him on I the, the body somewhere. I don't know where. I don't remember. Um, we don't know if Lucifer's dead yet. Uh, Cassiel like stumbles around in the woods and collapses until like, two random kids show up and do this straight up like I found a dead body routine, which I thought was really weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like it, it does. In, in 2018, like, two kids who found a body, like, if, I, if you found, if you're a kid and you found a body, you're not going to go get your best friend anymore. Like, you're going to, like, take yeah. a picture, you're going to put it on TikTok, and then you're going to mm-hmm. go call the cops, right? Like, that's the... You're going to, yeah, you're going to put it on TikTok and be like, oh my god, you guys, crying emoji, crying emoji, like, look what happened to me. Oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. I'm <laughs> literally freaking out. Um, or or call if your mom and tell your mom to call the police. Or if you're or if you're like a 13 year old that plays Fortnite, you're gonna teabag the corpse they're of an angel. The, they're gonna found. do the uh, the the, the, the Fortnite dances just near the body. Yeah, but then absolutely. like pretend to be crying because you know. Can you name oh, a single man. Fortnite gotta, dance? Just one. No, like, uh, the no the floss. That's not from Fortnite, but it's in Fortnite. Okay, well I'll count that because they steal everything. Um, yeah. Elsewhere, we see this woman rollerblading around uh, very happily. I love to see. I love to see people rollerblading, man. I love. To, I love. <laughs> I would own a skating rink. I think. I don't know about. I you, don't, you would. Uh, you'd be a blader if you had the opportunity. No quads all the way, dog. Quads all the way. No, no okay, blades so you're for a me. Skater. You're yeah. a skater. You're a skater. All right, I see. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I didn't Interesting. know until recently that you could go to a skate park and not have a skateboard. You could just have roller skates. And I would like, why did I not know mm. of this? I would be going to skate parks. I went all the to time. a skate park with my BMX bike Woo! in uh, middle school. And uh, I wore a helmet, and I got bullied. <laughs> no, that's the re- that's the real reason I never went Do to. Do you a skate think park. like punk rock high schoolers who are out there smoking cigarettes and like drinking forties? That sounds like you. Everything park? I know about yeah, young but Chris I, but is that. I, but I was twelve. 
Oh, you were just a, you were out there a little too early. A little, I was a little, little kid. Early. I was like, I want to ride my bike on the on the jumps. Yeah. Um, and they, you know, you can't be doing that, dude. You should be able to do that, though. Like that's that that is the real reason I never went to a skate party. Like, not only did we not have any in Louisiana, but like. I just knew I would get bullied. Like I would get near one. Like we'd be driving through another state, and I would feel the presence of bullying. <laughs> like it's just a yeah, giant yeah. bog of bullying around it. Um, and then <laughs> when I was in high school, and I finally did hang out there, and I was like learning to skateboard with my gigantic feet. Uh, like three days into it, I fucked up my ankle so bad that it like swelled swelled into the size of a football. So Oof. I was like, you know what? It's just simply not for me. Um. So she. This so is, anyway, this, this person's uh, rollerblading. Yeah, we got a Cupid on our hands. That's what we're dealing with here, folks. Yeah, we yeah. got a Cupid. That's who I was calling Jeff Bezos in my notes because he okay. he looks like him. Um, he he's a Cupid. He's chilling. Lucifer shows up too. I was really upset. I was really hoping that Lucifer was was toast, but really he's just beat up, I guess. Yeah. Um, and speaking of bullying, Lucifer starts bullying this Cupid. Poor Cupid. Um, and he steals some of his grace and then bullies him some more. Asking where all the other angels are. Uh, he's trying to track down whoever he can to steal whatever grace he can to try and get some of that power back. Yep. Um, and to end their little exchange, he punches a hole through this poor Cupid's chest. Just, just want to note here, too, that the Cupid is so happy to put the roller skating lady and the wedding cake guy together. Like, he was just on, like, you could tell this was the highlight of maybe his week. And then Definitely. Lucifer has to show up and just ruin everything. Ruins um, everything. At the bunker... Castiel made it back. Uh, Dean finds out that he has been having phone sex with Asmodeus and not Castiel. Literally the look on Dean's face. <laughs> like, he's straight up embarrassed. Like, he's so it, embarrassed. It's, just, it's not even, a, um, I mean, and they talk about it later. They're like, hey, I'm sorry. I should have known that something was wrong, that that wasn't you, blah, blah, mm. blah. And Castiel shakes that all up. But there's a look on Jensen Ackles' face where he's like, oh. Uh, uh, I have made a mistake. Are you serious? <laughs> you guys, you guys will not believe like even, what has been happening to me. Even right if now. it wasn't, even if it wasn't his boyfriend, and he had just been like doing like an episode by episode recap of of Merlin to yeah. Asmodeus on the phone, and mm-hmm. then to find out that it wasn't really him, he he would still be embarrassed. Castiel, you will not believe what has happened on Weona Earp right now. Like it is getting lit. I can't believe you want me to watch this without you. I'll, I I will stop watching this right now as soon as you come home. Like we could watch this together. I mean, Asmodee uh, is just so entirely frustrated with the whole thing. Um, Castiel also catches them up on everything that's been going on outside of their sphere. So uh, Kevin, mm-hmm. Michael, Lucifer, like they didn't really know about any of this. So they're no. getting all caught up. They're kind of shocked to hear Kevin's name. Um, they are kind of like mad at Castiel for teaming up with Lucifer. Uh, but like in a weird moment castiel is like yeah and then he turned on me and tried to kill me and they're like oh okay cool 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 cool. so you guys aren't friends okay okay cool all right yeah, just yeah, no, sure. good. perfect perfect yeah, yeah. okay that's fine that's fine it was just a temporary but, team up i get it yeah been there done that sam sam definitely channels his conversation with rowena last episode and he um he looks upset i guess he lo- or scared maybe is the is the right word here when he finds out that like lucifer is actually back because as far as they knew they were lucifer was still in the other dimension trapped forever Mm -hmm. no big deal um so yeah it's pretty much nothing but bad news until castiel says hey actually though mary is still alive last i heard so that's good kevin's addicted to adderall but mary is alive but mary is alive that's good news um we should bring up by the way we had some criticism for supernatural uh at the two episodes where sam's kind of like Oh, when his depression manifested like, from nowhere, showed up out of nowhere. Um, we got we got some word on the street. I wish 
I don't have it up anymore, so I po- apologies to the Discord user who clued us into this. Was it um, Space Matriarchy with the I, with I, the hot deets? I, I want to say it was Space Matriarchy on the on the Twitter on the on the it Discord. Was, this was over a week ago now, so I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so long. If, if it wasn't you, somebody correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody has changed their name like eight times because they keep watching movies together and making in jokes that I'm excluded from because I couldn't watch all of the movie last time. I'm excluded from because I have um, not participated. <laughs> to depression. <yeah. laughs> um. Anyway, Space Matriarchy, Matriarchy, or somebody clued us in the fact that those episode order had been reversed for those two episodes. I guess somewhere down the line, they wanted the Donna-centric episode to happen immediately after Wayward Sisters. Uh, and so they swapped those two, even though his plot, even though his like depression stuff doesn't really manifest itself correctly. So um, that's why we felt it was done well in the second episode and kind of out of nowhere in the first episode. But I think if you reverse those in the viewing order, you'd be solid. It's one of the times where our, our complaint has like a very legitimate excuse yeah yeah like okay cool yeah sure yeah, yeah you right. guys were trying Perfect. to ride the okay. high, like donna episode after wayward sisters makes a lot of sense to me like i would have probably if i would have been on the decision making like if jensen had called and asked like he sometimes does i would have like yeah yeah this seems like a good idea jen mm-hmm. i call him jen and i guess it's it, me and you call him jen yeah no and no, he calls call him, me friends call him jen you know what i'm saying yeah, jen, jen and jer yeah. um mm-hmm. a lot of fun a lot of late night phone calls um a lot of texting yeah and, and it it just it says something about supernatural whether it's good or bad I guess it's up to you, but it says something about Supernatural that they kind of can switch this these episodes around and you don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, especially in the middle of the season, right? Like, they get real mm-hmm, monster mm-hmm. of the week-y, um, to in the middle of the season where, like, it doesn't really matter what order they come in. So, um, Back to this, they find out Mary's alive. Then we go to uh, Lucifer roaming around the streets, uh, just looking for random angels. Uh, I just he- swear he's been on this street seven times in the last two seasons seems like this same street um since he doesn't have a lot of his grace he's like becoming human which i didn't i don't know that they have necessarily spelled out in the past i don't like there's a long line of just of of angel lore being kind of all over the place yeah i just Um, when castiel was like human right when he had that like date that he thought was a date that was actually just a babysitter when he lost his virginity you can say it jeremy (laughs) when he he tried to lose his virginity at a babysitting job uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Was that because he was he just didn't have any grace left? That was when, uh, what's his name, Metamorphosis guy took all of his grace from him to do a spell. Something, some, uh, Metatron. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Right? Sure. Is that what happens in I Supernatural? Don't, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, what we've got here is Lucifer is um, being depicted as a homeless person, uh, which mm-hmm. is. We're not even going to get into the problematic aspects of them depicting homelessness yeah. in this fashion. Like, just Jesus Christ. Like, the, the, the magical know-it-all homeless guy is just too much for me in Supernatural. Yeah. But uh, he's turning human, so he has to, like, want to eat. So now he's panhandling for change badly. Uh, meanwhile, Asmodeus um, is just talking about how he lost Lucifer and for some yeah. reason catches there. I don't know why. He shows up and he says, Asmodee says he was on an important errand and all I could do was laugh. They do eventually explain it. But when I first heard that and then he doesn't explain himself in the scene, all I could think was, holy shit, they were just paying other guest stars to be on the episode. So this guy couldn't be around. So they just said it was an important errand. Yeah. That's why he wasn't in the show for like four episodes. Absolutely. Yeah, the- <laughs> Thankfully, they bring it back around. But I was like, oh, my God. Castiel's been on some important errands as well. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, I could not believe that shit. Catch is there. Asmodeus wants to kill. Lu- wants Catch to kill Lucifer because uh, Lucifer is depowered. Um, meanwhile, Lucifer is begging for change and not really being successful. So the other homeless guy is like, "Hey, 
uh, you're putting out bad vibes, um, and the guy's like, "Oh, hey, what hey, your vibes you... are all vibes are all twisted, homie. whack, whack, twisted vibes, homie. Not in a cool skate park kid way, like in a in a in no, a twelve no, year old no, no, Chris no. kind of vibe way. Exactly. Um, not to bully you any further on the podcast. I'm sorry, Chris. That it's was, okay. that was insensitive. Um, I've been a real uh, bump on the log. You know, I kind of deserve it. Wow, I don't think you deserve that, Chris. You deserve all the love in the world. Um, okay. The homeless guy brings brings Lucifer over to to a restaurant to eat out of the dumpster, which Lucifer is very sad about. I just feel like that was kind of a fake out. Like yeah. Lucifer's being a real real asshole here, but this was kind of a fake out. The guy was like, "You want to go to this restaurant and eat?" Lucifer's like, "That sounds fucking sick, dude. You know what? Let's take that cash that you earned and let's go get some food." And then the guy's like, "No, I'm not spending this money. We're gonna dumpster dive." Um, and you know you got to do what you got to do. No judgment, but that was kind of a fake out. Um, he says. That he's been saving all of this money because there is a faith healer, and um, he wants this faith healer to to fix his leg. Yes. Um, and according to him, this faith healer is the real deal. Legit. Uh, meanwhile, at the bunker, Dean has kind of a meaningful apology to Castiel, and re- not realizing that uh, Castiel was missing. He's um, still he's so embarrassed. <laughs> super embarrassed. He's like, you have no idea the deep the personal details I told Asmodeus about your and I relationship. It's it's a lot. It's going to be weird. Um Castiel kind of brushes us off as like, hey, no NBD dog, no worries. Like we just need to focus on getting Jack and Mary back. Um a lot of ugh, I can't keep saying this. It just feels like like Castiel not being in it or being in prison for Four episodes with zero consequences uh, was just it's it's storytelling restraints or budget restraints or whatever it is, um, because what what did what was accomplished by them just being gone for that time? Nothing. We didn't it didn't like add any element to the story anywhere, really. Asmodeus is still trying to kill Lucifer, but like he's been trying. I guess he was trying to do that since he came back to begin with. So, yeah, the better question they just, like, is locked him up. Why didn't they just kill them? Right, like if right. he's if he's sending like, what, was catch they, what was he doing on on the mission to kill Lucifer? Like, why didn't he just have um, d- d- Dimple guy? I don't remember the thing, Dapper Dipper Dipper guy killing Catch. No, no. Oh, oh, di- oh yeah, uh, yeah. Dipper. The, the, D- Dipper the demon or whatever, kill him and like yeah. while he had a, in a super locked up cage and Castiel for that reason. Like, what 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 was the point of keeping either one of them? And the answer is like you know drama, I guess. But like I, I'm with you that it doesn't seem to have accomplished anything dramatic. Like now. Lucifer is exactly where he was before, which is on the streets, depowered. Castiel is where he was before, which is with the Winchesters. Like, we, mm-hmm. we didn't change now, anything. Man, and I don't like calling out the same kind of crap all the time. It mm-hmm. just feels like, you know, a waste of breath. But it's hard not to see it sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Like, once it, when you start recognizing the pattern of, like, oh, so they li- literally are just going to pause these people's stories and, like, put them in, like, plot jail as a as a way to just get around paying them for four episodes <laughs> like that's it that's really the only weird. thing they need to very weird <laughs> it's very weird um back at the bunker oh no yeah so uh sam arrives in the middle of this conversation between dean and Cass, and he has brought the prophet donatello back dude this is the highlight of the episode for me dude when donnie shows up when donatello the prophet walks in i was like finally some good news finally. i don't know what this guy he, he just does it for me now he's he's just so you like him you he, dig him he's I I don't know if I always liked him, but now when I saw him, I was like, "All right, hey, it's hey, my guy." It's like the witch, the witch sisters from a couple episodes ago. Yeah, yeah, they absolutely. Were or last episode, I guess they were so kind of like out of left field, and they didn't feel like our standard side character for Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Just their attitude, and I don't know the way that they acted was just a little bit different than Supernatural, um, or what we usually see in Supernatural. 
And Donatello is the same way for me. Something about this guy just like doesn't fit with the rest of the energy, but I love it. And he's he's kind of got a different energy. Like he's always been kind of like reticent and kind of shy about stuff. Um, and then when they explain the plan of what's going to happen, which is they're going to grab Lucifer since he's super weak. They're going to use his grace to open a portal back to the apocalypse world. They're going to grab Mary and Jack, and then they're going to come back. Um, but because they don't have the angel tablet to find what spell they use, they've brought Donnie in to read the demon tablet. And as soon as he hears this plan, he's like, number one, kind of freaked out. And number two, demands chicken wings in a way that like I can, like I haven't had chicken wings in a long time. And I'm kind of, I've been craving weird foods lately. Don't worry. I'm not pregnant, of course, but uh-huh. I just like in a quarantine, like I'm not going to go to a wing place. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, this yeah. is not going to happen. Um, and if, I, I, I have an air fryer. I could probably just make some fucking chicken wings. It's not you that hard. You can wing it up yourself, bro. But, like, I just really respect this dude's like, oh, demon tablet, chicken wings. <laughs> like, it just goes yeah. immediately into it. He knows what he's about. And, um, yeah, so the plan is here. They're going to read this demon tablet. They think that Lucifer is weak enough so they can slap some angel cuffs on him. Just the shit that these guys come up with. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about the angel cuffs. Yeah, they, they are in the, in the work. Um, yeah. Cassiel starts freaking out because uh, they hear that a vessel just got killed. Yeah. Cupid, um, Cupid got got. Cupid um, got got. Good thing he was plugged back into Angel Radio. Was he hearing Angel Radio the whole time he was in hell jail? Who knows? It's warded. And was, is he able to communicate? Warded. Like, is he, can he send out his own radio signals? Wards. Does he ever accidentally broadcast his conversations with Dean onto Angel Radio? Magical bars. <laughs> Okay. Magical. Okay. Yeah. Magical. Oh, he got no bars down there. Oh, that's what you had to <laughs> yeah, say. He's no got bars. Magic, he's got magical oh, bars down oh, there. Oh, yeah, no bars. No oh, bars, okay, homie. Okay, okay. Yeah, you got. You have to have mad bars to get on that angel radio. You um, you gotta have bars like yay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. Now, next up, we meet Sister Joe, who is running the most nickel and dime fucking angel healing operation that i've ever seen in my yeah. f- entire fucking life um you need a you gotta pay her and then she'll i guess heal your your burn scars yeah or fix your um uh, uh your gout you know whatever it is she'll fix it <laughs> you got gout come to you sister gout? joe not anymore <laughs> i just and like the money that's exchanging hands here seems so fucking pedestrian like i think she gets like six or seven dollars for the for all of the scar stuff and then I wouldn't complain about that, except like she specifically tells Lucifer in a minute that like money is power, and the only reason she's doing this mm-hmm. is to get money. And I'm like, I feel like she's like, I I made eighty seven dollars today. <laughs> yeah. How much did you make? <laughs> More than it's that. Just, it feels like. I mean, like you could just go get a job, homie. Like I don't, like I don't support capitalism, but like I don't. Now, like, it's you can great do this that on the she's side. healing people. Yeah, right? it's you can great do that this she's on healing the side. people. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's great that it's an affordable price. But she could just pretend to be a doctor and then cure people, right? And then actually get paid, you know, prescribe them some placebo pills, but then secretly just do angel magic on them. Boom. Yeah. Boom. I mean, or, I know you got to go to medical school, but it's supernatural. I just don't, I don't think college is real. Or like, Sam can attest to that. Just start, you know, sell paintings. Just make nice no paintings. paintings. You're at, an angel. You're, you're probably good at it. You're probably super good at painting and then like heal people for free in your spare time. Like you could yeah. like, I don't know, man, like money doesn't necessarily mean power when you're a fucking angel of the universe. <laughs> like I don't think. Um, and again, if she's asking for credit cards, that's one thing. But these are these no are rolled cards. up dollar bills that yeah, people dude, have scrunched in their pockets. This is such a nickel and dime operation. It kills me, man. It really does. Like but, I just, you know. um, <laughs> She's doing real shit. She's really healing people. We see it happen. And we also see Lucifer like in the back of the audience just skulking around looking oh, like a yeah. shithead. Um, we check in with Team Free Will just for a few seconds because they're at the crime scene of where the Cupid died. Um, 
they realize that Lucifer did this. There's a real good exchange where like what, what I think Dean says we're boned and Castiel says <laughs> epically. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks Cass for the gamer speak. <laughs> thanks for bringing in the epic. Um, and then we go back uh-huh. to Lucifer and Anil, who is played by Daniel Ackles and is the sister Joe character. Um, she doesn't really seem to be afraid of Lucifer. Um, this tells him why she set up this operation so she could be comfortable on earth. Like she doesn't really care about going back to heaven. Um, Lucifer doesn't care about any of this. He just wants her grace. And she's like, Hey, wait a minute. Instead of just taking all of my grace and killing me, why not like keep me around where you can use me every so often for my grace. You could just take a sip every now and then. And it's really super sexually charged even here. And I Mm. do not like it. I just don't, you know, I, you know, I, she's clearly playing him to some extent. Um, but yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot right off the bat. And they go, like, go over to the side. I actually paused this scene to see if it was a body double of either one of them because I felt so icked out by the whole thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are Buck Living like super good friends with, um, you know, Marky with P. Marcus over I, here? I have no idea. Because they just write him like he gets to just do so much. Um, so they clearly they don't like Jensen. Um, so they're like, What's, we're going to invite his wife on and we're going to have um, her. Uh, uh, go necking with the worst person that you know. I don't like it, dude. That's my interpretation of this. I, I don't like it. Um, we get Sam interviewing the homeless guy who tells him about Sister Joe. Um, we get Lucifer sipping on some grace, but not a lot of it. Um, we get the boys going to where Sister Joe is. You know, I wrote, a- uh, yuck, we see, we have to see Lucifer sucking on the sister. Don't Good like one, that. Chris. Don't like that. Um, Team Free Will pulls up Sister Joe's spot, and they go in. Guns, you know, ready. Oh, you've, you've probably you've kind of really sat or, or arrived at Team Free Will after all these years. I just, I mean, I just put TFW in my notes. I'm assuming I'm at Team Free Will. I have no idea what else I could have meant by this, and I don't know why. I feel like years ago we decided Sam and Dean were the boys. The boys. Sam, Dean, and Cass were the guys. Oh, okay. Well, shit, the guys. It's my. I'm so I just feel like you're you're adapting, you know, fandom speak, and you're leaving me here in the dust. I'm back at the skate park getting bullied by the skateboarders. <laughs> Chris, you're one I'm, of the skateboarders. I'm sorry now. that you brought your BMX bike to the spot, but all of my adult friends are here, and you cannot ride it your BMX bike. It was a mongoose. Bike. I thought I was cool. I had a white mongoose. If you okay? wait, if you wait till later, or maybe we could go a Sunday morning where nobody's here smoking cigarettes, and I'll teach you how to do an ollie. Okay, <laughs> just, just There's give me too some many time. dads there on Sunday morning. Well, I mean, you're gonna have to Don't take what you can Don't make fun of me get. too because I'm not athletic. <laughs> I'm sorry about all my jock dad friends too okay uh. um so the guys pull up at the spot they break in we think we're gonna get a showdown but it turns out it's just catch um catch is like yeah i'm here to kill lucifer um he doesn't <sighs> answer who he's working for he wants to team up uh castiel just straight fucking angel knocks him out which i love um it's inc- it's it is incredible <laughs> another highlight of this episode he's just he's pleading with them like work with me we'll fight together to kill lucifer blah 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 castiel's just like uh-uh. Uh-uh, i don't like this dude I feel like you're oh, trying to hit on my man I, you're, you're you're out of here uh, have castiel and catch ever met have they ever been in the same room together i don't even know like think about it like <laughs> also does cast does like a little spin move does it oh uh, yeah he's holding he's holding the angel blade and he like flips it around in his hand mm-hmm. and then just with two fingers reaches out and knock catch it's the smoothest shit you have to find a gif of i'll this. try to find a gif of it i i don't think that he's ever met catch hold on oh no 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 no, no. Well, he, has. he hasn't he has he has because <laughs> oh, okay. him and mary had to rescue the boys and catch showed up for to help with that when because catch... i was just imagining is this the first time him exactly yeah, yeah yeah yeah. and they, then they seconds into times. the encounter he's like uh-uh. yeah, i don't i don't like this dude at all <laughs> please go to sleep <laughs> you need to be off you're off the podcast this is what castiel yeah. says to yeah. <laughs> um 
Dean walks out and is like, yeah, we should kill him, burn his bones, and flush all the ashes. But they're like, no. Yes. For some reason. No, you, yes, you should do that. <laughs> I don't know why they don't do that. Um, I guess Ketch had recorded some footage of this faith healer. So uh, Castiel recognizes her as Anil. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't. So we've got an angel faith healer, right? Got an angel yeah. pretending to be a human faith healer. Yep. Who is taking like d- dollar bills <laughs> for, for mm-hmm. in exchange. For healing, let's say she rakes in sixty bucks a day. I was, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go generous here. Two fifty a day. Two fifty a day. Okay, cool. Two hundred fifty dollars a day. She doesn't work on weekends. She's so. she's doing this ostensibly because she wants to be comfortable on Earth after the fall. She doesn't have wings. She doesn't. Mm-hmm. She wants to. She doesn't want have any part to do with supernatural anymore. She just wants to heal stuff, get these dirty dollar bills, and then live her life. Um, yeah. but somewhere during this process, she gets a credit card. Yeah, you got you got to have a credit card because and some this is the most this is the most ridiculous thing in Supernatural, and they just expect us to just just ignore it. They're I mean, all sitting in the Impala. <laughs> Sam's on his fucking phone or his laptop or whatever the hell he's got in the front seat. Did no Wi Fi. Doesn't Sister matter. Sister Joe is that the name of the card? Does it say Sister just, Joe? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what he would have to do. Maybe he finds the name of the vessel, right? Maybe he. But I I don't know. I don't know. All I know. Is that we're just we're just supposed to, to go with it. Moments after loading ketchup into the trunk of his car, Sam just sits there and he says, "Oh yeah, I set an alert on Sister Joe's credit card. Um, so anytime she uses it, I'm gonna get a ping to my phone. I don't even I don't even know how to set that up on my own card. All right. <laughs> yeah. When I use it, I I used to get emails when I would use it and it would say, "Hey, transaction alert," and I'm like, "Yep, that's me. No sweat." I can't even get it to work anymore. And Sam just did it for an angel's credit card. He doesn't even know her name. And it's been 45 minutes. And suddenly he gets a ping on his phone because she just rented a motel on her credit card. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, he's, not even, he's not even on Wi-Fi. He's not even on Wi-Fi. He's doing this on he's a not cell even connection. On Wi-Fi. And this is before 5G, homie. This is all like LTE. Way before that. This is LTE. Um, <sighs> her and Lucifer have gone to this hotel. Uh, they have this more weird sexual tension, sipping grace, and then they like do the collapsing on the bed, mm-hmm. like after sex thing. But it wasn't sex. Mm-hmm. Really hate all of this. Um, she talks, and I kind of find this interesting. Like she kind of talks wistfully about how it feels to be almost human when he drains the grace out of her. And like how, and she, and, you know, he talks about how he doesn't like being hunger, hungry or cold or anything like that. But she's like, you know, I can see this, like I can see this feeling, and it makes me feel like what humans may feel, which is hope, which is something that are I, they doing I, another drug comparison in Supernatural? I, dude, I I don't know. Like I like I like this idea of of her like feeling hope mm-hmm. because in her previous life, like her job was to push a button whenever a soul came in, right? Like she didn't yeah. have. Not a very exciting game. Nobody wanted to listen to her. Not Michael, Raphael, or Naomi. Um, I, which is weird that she's just bringing up names now. And I'm like, okay, those characters are definitely starting to show up then later, right? Like if she's starting, <laughs> if we're naming characters, like we're definitely going to yeah. happen. Um, but like when instead of feeling devastated when she got kicked out of heaven and lost her wings, she was like, oh, like I'm liberated. Like I, mm-hmm. like I, I can do anything I want to. Uh, she compares that to the feeling she's getting from being drained of grace, which is this hope. Um, yeah. Um, and then Lucifer just sits there and talks uh, about being a shitty little baby. Dude, I hate this. I just he I was, says I'm I'm a stinky little baby, and my dad wouldn't change my diaper. So you know, I'm still is, pretty mad about it. That rash never went away. 
I'm, I'm, I mean, you guys think we're joking. You think we're being sarcastic. Chris is doing a 100% accurate impression of Lucifer in this scene. Dude, I couldn't believe it. Oh I mean, God. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Buckland, I should have known. Um, and Buckland he, coming. Buckland coming. And he also, and he also does the thing of like, we, we've seen, you could tell when Lucifer is being written by Buckland um, because of the way that he gets so cartoonishly villainous. Like in this, he mm-hmm. like, is gleeful as he's talking about finding his son and becoming the father of lies. Like he even says it like, like he's in a fucking metal band or something. Like, are we 16. supposed to think he's funny? I, but like we've, we've clearly seen like so many times before that he doesn't necessarily want to do that except when he's written by Buckley. I mean, in which case all bets are off and he gets to be anything yeah. and he gets to be this weird chaos Lord guy who wants to be in a so band. I, these two are allowed to write until the end of the season or the end of the series, right? Yes, absolutely. We're stuck with them. That is fascinating. Crazy to me, man. Crazy. I, what are they know. working on now? What what show are they ruining now? I wonder. <laughs> I don't know. God, are they I on Walker. They, well, I don't think Walker needs any help. <laughs> I don't think Sam has ever been in a Walker in a uh, in a Bucklemming episode, so they're definitely not going to Walker. Yeah. Um. I just typed in Bucklemming to search for this, but yeah, I wonder if they've got new writer jobs. Um. So anyway. They flirt, I guess, supernatural, you know, or supernatural. Jeez, Lucifer talks about being a little baby. Um, And then we cut back to uh, Asmodeus and, well, as Castiel. And I actually got it again. Misha's kind of been like a bright spot throughout this whole episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, He just keeps doing cool shit. And Misha or Castiel shows up. (laughs) Asmodeus, disguised as Castiel, shows up and approaches uh, Donatello, who's out buying chicken wings. Um, and Misha, I think just always does, does such a great job of, of portraying different characters in the body of Castiel. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just like the first word out of his mouth, I was like, oh, that's not, that's not Cast. Definitely not him. Yeah. Um, and that just, that just goes to show how great of an actor Misha is. Um, and yeah, it's, and it's just a slightly altered version. It's just a little bit off. And obviously it's not supposed to be a big secret or anything like that, but it's just so cool that he can kind of shift like that. Um, but he, he, uh, sees Donatello. He gets some info out of him, and then he kind of mind controls him so that Donatello will now report anything that he finds to Asmodeus, um, and he won't, uh, he won't remember doing it or anything like that. So he, he's, he's been turned into a, an unwitting spy. Oh, God, this is so boring. Um, they they had to care. have a KFC reference because he smells, Asmodeus smells the, the fried chicken and doesn't like it. Don't care. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't care about any of this. Hmm? I'm sorry. I just don't care. No, same. It's all it's all <laughs> just going to be so temporary. Like I just don't. Anyway, um, the boys roll up on the at the hotel. The guys, excuse me, roll up at the the hotel. Thank you. Uh, Lucifer is reading the Bible, which. I don't know if you remember Lucifer inhabiting that body that was literally burning the Bible or impregnating that lady who would touch would then uh-huh. literally burn remember, the Bible. Remember but... when the when the cross is turned upside down? Oh my god! Um, but now he's like chilling out, reading the Bible like you do. Um, I think he makes a comment of like it's not you know this isn't accurate or whatever. Blah 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 blah. Um, Sam tricks Anil into coming out by that classic, the classic one of saying um, that your credit problem. card didn't go through your credit you card. Because <laughs> Sam's the only one getting notifications on the charges. So she doesn't know <laughs> he's getting all her receipts emailed directly to him. I, I, I just like, you're an angel. She's getting her orders from Amazon, but he's getting all of the order confirmation emails. He's getting all the Amazon points. He's, he's put his reward <laughs> points on, yeah. on her Amazon. He's getting those prime video points. That's what I'm saying. He's been spending racked up. 
Um, this is for like a minute here. I, I'm really confused by Neil in this episode because she's obviously playing along with Lucifer. Uh, it's easier to do that than to you know betray him. I guess at this point to see how this goes. But then like she kind of cons the boys into thinking some stuff because she like tries to do like a weird double bluff thing in this in the, at the end of the episode as well. Yeah, she tries to act like she's not in on it. Um, um, and then I can't tell if she's like in with Lucifer or not, or if she's just in it for a needle, right? It's tough. It's tough because at first I thought, oh, she's just in it for herself. She's waiting to see whoever comes out on top here or whoever seems to have the advantage, uh, and then she's going to side with them. Um, which see, that's that's the logical thing to do, frankly. Yeah. Um, but the way that they kind of have her operate in this scene, it just seems like she was actually just waiting for her moment to like rescue Lucifer. I I, I guess. Um, it's tough. It's but, tough. But she's also the one to be like, tell like, because their whole plan is to get the angel cuffs on them or whatever, and they t- for mm-hmm. some reason tell her that, and she's like, when she comes, it's like, yeah, they came here to get you because of how weak you are, to clue him in on the fact that she, he, they, he's got, you know, they don't know you, you've been graced up again oh, yeah. or whatever. So yeah. like, I don't, and and hey, like I, I like the, I like the back and forth a little bit, like make her an interesting character, like right, like make her. Oh, for sure, for sure. It reminds sure. me of what's her name from season three, right? Like he would just play both sides of the story. Um. That Ruby? Nope. The chick that uh Sam had the wet, wet dream about. Yeah, there you go. Bella. Bella. Um Bella. Jeez, that's the, the notable thing about Bella. Sam had a wet dream about her. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Bella Stamps. <laughs> it sticks out of my memory Bella. because it was a really weird point in the anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, um so yeah. we get in there. Uh Dean goes to put the cuffs on Lucifer. Anil makes her move, slamming Sam against the wall. Lucifer does the same mm. for Castiel, and then they just start like wiping the floor with the guys. Catch burst in the room. Lucifer teleports him and Anil out right before his like demon grenade thing blows up. Catch uh, is like, yeah, we should team up. I'm working for Asmodeus. I'm like going to triple cross him and I can get information to you. And I am, I even wrote in my notes right here. This feels like it goes on forever and I'm bored. <laughs> so there's obviously- a line where, where Dean says, how did you get out of the trunk? And he says, I'm catch. Uh, and he says it in such a way that it is almost a little bit funny. And then Jens's facial expression when he hears that is almost funny. Um, but God, you're right. It just keeps going on and on and on. Honestly, how did, can they even fit a person in that in that trunk, Chris? Like, there's not Dude, enough. There's so much. Like, you so can't even work. fit like one more bag in there. And also, like, the trunk is probably the worst place in the Apollo to put somebody because it's full of weapons. Like, what are they? It's full of weaponry. Yeah, he got out because he grabbed any one of multiple knives that are in your trunk and cut himself out. Mm-hmm. Like, this is they easy. need a van. They they need a van. How did you get out? I used the grenade launcher that was in the back of you. Yeah. <laughs> Just I use the lock pick you keep in there. <laughs> Seriously, I use the angel teleportation device that you robbed from the British Men of Letters. <laughs> like, you know, I lit up those LED lights you have in there. I could see everything. Found the lock pick that you keep conveniently hung on the inside lock, and then bada bing, bada boom. I'm please, out of there. you know, Sam has all of this stuff on HomeKit. I just got on the Wi-Fi that he hooked up to the Impala, and like I could just control <laughs> the truck. It just has a yeah. has a button that says "Open Trunk." It was really easy. Trunk. Thank you, oh. Sam. <laughs> This is super uh, good. I'm catch. I was also listening to your iPod, Sam. Yeah, it's pretty good stuff on here. A lot of true crime. You're not feeling weird. A lot of you got you love dashboard, huh? <laughs> You're a real big dashboard fan. You're Seems a big weird. Dashboard confessional guy, Sam. You no, know, it's 2018, right? I mean, you can just listen to yeah. the postal service if you want to listen to the postal service. You don't have to hide it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dean finding out about Sam's secret iPod. I thought I got rid of that thing. I thought I got rid of that in season four. <laughs> if I'd known you had it, we could have been listening to, t- to Taylor all the time. Um, 
they uh let's see lucifer and anil um go to heaven they go meet up with our, our friendly angels in heaven um they go to the playground and lucifer is like hey yo you want more angels all you have to do is like bow to me and make me ruler of heaven and i'll yeah. give you all of your wings back and of and course i'll start i'll start pumping this place full of babies i'll just make babies all over the place have you seen end of the world uh i think it's called end of the world the the one where like seth rogan and james Franco plays uh no i actually haven't seen that okay. but i know what movie you're talking about there's a there's a scene in that and i'm sorry everybody this is super gross but there's a scene in that where after the apocalypse action James Franco and Danny McBride are having this argument because Danny McBride has masturbated on something of James Franco's. And then they get in this argument. Like James Franco's like, I don't want you coming on anything in my house. Like that's ridiculous. And Danny McBride says, I like, I'll come anywhere I want to James. I would probably come in all over this house. And that I'm so sorry, that's everybody. Lucifer's but energy. This, that's this Lucifer's is Lucifer's energy. energy when he's like, I'll come in here and make a ton of angels. Like he's just like, uh, um, what a bummer, but just what a bummer, man. Meanwhile, uh, Donnie is putting, just nailing back these chicken wings. <laughs> wow, dude, he's, he's just, just ripping them up. He's, uh, Castiel and, and, and the boys are discussing what to do with Ketch. Um, Sam is like, hey, Donnie, you did good. And Donnie, like, freaks out a little bit. Like, he's getting getting a little too intense. We saw Kevin do this, too. Like, reading the devil. T- yeah. Reading the demon He's addicted to Adderall, once again. He's, he's not good. Um, it's not good. Lucifer is on some like throne of heaven, I guess, um, which seems like it should Dude. be more of a big deal than it is. And, uh, it's so they show this room, this white room. It, it's it's nothing in it really, but you could imagine it looking kind of striking. Yeah. And I hate to do this comparison, but it does look like something out of Kingdom Hearts. But then you've just got um, uh, Lucifer and uh, Anil. Daniel in just like jeans. And there's something, I know that there's a kind of like Americana Midwestern vibe to Supernatural, but there was something about those two in this pristine white room that like undercut the seriousness of Mm -hmm. it. Like Lucifer might as well have been in sweatpants. Well, everybody else in the room is like in angel uniform, right? They look like, Like, you know, you know what? Put put this motherfucker in a cape. Get him a Maybe, dude, maybe a cape would help out a lot, right? Like maybe a cape would help. That's all I'm saying. I feel like we'd be a totally different vibe. I, you know, like I watched, I watched some Star Wars this weekend. I watched Empire yeah. Strikes Back, yeah. where they introduced Mando, uh, not Mando, um, Lando. Sorry, wrong, wrong Ando. My bad. Wrong um, Ando, yeah. And and Lando is straight rocking a cape throughout that whole. Dude, thing. he it's like a it's like goes down to like just past the waist. Dude, like, dude, it is. Look, it is. He looks good. He looks, he looks good, good in that cape. And I'm not saying if, I'm not saying that Pellegrino could pull it off, but I damn no. well think Daniel could pull it off. Like, get that girl a For cape. Sure. Get that immediately. For sure. Um. um all I'm saying is I would respect it a little bit more. Hey, if I became the de facto king of an organization, mm-hmm. even in cape year 2021, mm-hmm. I would wear a cape. And I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. Elected president <laughs> but of I the would. greatest democracy in the world? Wear a cape. Yeah. Yeah. If I was Biden right now, I'd be like, fucking dude. I Trump am... had his had his Diet Coke button. Give me a cape. <laughs> Give me a cape button. I want a different cape every single day. <laughs> and I want to be surprised. I want your best cape guys working if, on this. If 24/7. our president started walking out wearing capes, dude, I would I, I do not stand. I'd let a little bit Biden, more slide. That's all I'm saying. I would I would I would give that dude some room to make a mistake or two. I would what I'm saying. I wouldn't be so down on him on Twitter all the time. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be pushing that dude left if he's wearing a cape. I'd like him right where he is. Yeah, I like him. <laughs> Right where <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm trying to say. Means test the hell say. out of my fourteen hundred dollars. I don't care. You're wearing a yeah. cape, dog. I don't mind. <laughs> you've clearly got the authority to be doing whatever it is you're doing. Whatever it is, you've got it rocking, dude. Whatever. Keep them kids in cages, Biden. I don't care. Oh, no. You got a cape. Oh, no. Who cares? 
It's Stalinist so anyway, dictator in Haiti. I don't care. Go for it, Biden. Do it. It's, you're gonna do it anyway. You're gonna do it anyway. Um, so Lucifer would look better with a cape. Um, uh, I, I do. We do have I, to talk about this this fucking awful hell to the king baby line because. Oh no! Yeah, I wrote that. I wrote that in my notes. I said, "Hail to the king, baby." That sucks. That's terrible. What do you think? What do you think of that note that I took? <laughs> I think it's accurate. Um, I don't think a cake would have helped it. Uh, like it, it, the unimaginative, like number one, like that line is so. I, I, okay, let's just break it down a little bit. If he's, if let's imagine he's wearing a cape, right? Okay, and he's sitting like he's sitting like cross-legged, like maybe like a little bit more casual, a little bit more cool, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and not just like slouched, like he's got a beer belly. Okay, um, so he's looking a little bit more cool. He's wearing a white cape. I picture it being white. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, "Hail to the king." Which is dumb, but no baby, no baby. You know, this is a different situation of baby of me hating baby mm-hmm. than than with the. Impala. This is our second totally time. Separate. Our second, totally separate thing. Somebody here. start a spreadsheet. We're, we're tracking how many reasons that Chris hates the word baby. Uh, do you like? Do you like normal babies? Like actual human I, babies? I, I I can't form an opinion yet. Okay. I, like I said, okay. I only met my nephew really the once. Sure. So, and I don't know a lot of other babies. But he's wearing um, a white cape. Lucifer's wearing a white cape. So he's he says, wearing a white cape. He's sitting. He's sitting cool. He says, "Hail to the king." I'll buy in a little bit. But this motherfucker slouching in his work jacket. Mm-hmm. Um, you know his belt's undone. His shoes are untied. Uh, he's just got. He's just got dirt all over. This is literally how I'm picturing it in my head. I'm trying to picture what it actually looked like in the episode. I'm trying it's, to it's, step it's, back from the joke you're, for a second. You're extremely close. And yeah. like I'm picturing what I'm saying. Um. Which is clearly it's a distortion of reality, but it fits to my own perception of things. Um, he's just a, he's just a dirty just guy sitting on a couch, beer in hand. Uh, he's chilling, and he says, "Hail to the king, baby." Just that's gross. That's just gross. All right, so I have I have I have problems with this. This is a weird thing to get specific about, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, Hail to the king, baby. If you lose the baby, the king shouldn't be saying "Hail to the king," like. That's some fucking Joffrey. It's not, it's some, not epic. That's some Joffrey epic. shit, right? Like, I mean, he's mm-hmm. I'm the king. You remember when his yeah. granddad had to smack him down and be like a king that's blah 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 is let never me, a let king. Me, let me let me just real quick. Greatest king of all time. I'll answer for you. Okay. Prince or I'm sorry, King Elisar, aka Aragorn. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna say Prince. <laughs> he's Prince. Shit. I was gonna okay. Yeah, I'm never, to it. He never had his chance to be king. <laughs> he never had his chance. He always and you know, and you know, Prince, cape wearing motherfucker, right there, cape wearing motherfucker, <laughs> greatest king of all time, Aragorn, uh, yeah. King Elisar, mm-hmm. Aragorn, son of Arathorn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think he ever called himself king? Even Absolutely once? no, they wrote, had to write a whole, they movie, wrote a whole, whole story book about it, yeah, about him not wanting to be king, yeah. and that's cool. That's very much cool. Calling yourself king, tell, saying hail to him, addressing others as baby, not none of that's cool. Also, hail to the king. It, like the original line comes from Ash from the Evil Dead, right? Like, and it got catch him, yeah. Oh, oh, Ash, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ash catch him from the Evil Dead. Uh-huh. I bet you could find artwork of that right now if you put it into Google. Um, yeah, we wouldn't take one second. Yeah, yeah. Like it just exists. <laughs> it's existed for years. Um, but then it got popularized again in the '90s by the popular video game character Duke Nukem. Um. Who it was also you know had a bunch of lines like I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum and I'm all out of gum like all stolen lines and I just have to think in my mind that they were thinking of the Duke Nukem character when they decided to just write this line and I it just it bothers me to a degree I cannot describe and hearing it come out of Mark Pellegrino's mouth of all things like is just the most I don't 
I don't know how it's toxic and masculinity. I don't know how it is toxic masculinity. Uh-huh. Like, but it feels like just like but a, when he does it, it is. Oh my god, it's just like compressed down to like a tiny little toxic masculinity when diamond. Prince, when Prince does it, oh my god, it's so good. That's cool as fuck. fuck that's dude. cool as fuck. Cool AF. When Prince shows up in New Girl, that's cool as fuck. You ever seen that episode? <laughs> I don't of New think Girl? I've seen that episode. Is that real? I I always thought Prince. Prince was in, she's in an episode of New Girl. And I always thought it was because somebody on there like knew him and got him to do it. No, no, no. Prince was weirdly a huge fan of New Girl and requested to be on an episode. That is. So they go to a party at Prince's house for an episode. I'm looking at a picture of Jess and Nick sitting on both of them. On a bench with Prince. Extremely uncomfortable with Prince in between them. And that is the most amazing thing that I have ever Uh seen in my Uh entire life. Imagine Prince in Supernatural. Prince playing like Crowley or something. Holy shit, dude! Dude, dude, dude what? <laughs> what um, if Prince played, played Lucifer? What if Prince was Lucifer? What if Prince came back He'd from be the like, dead? No, I want that guy to win. That would be one of my like one of my wishes is to make like I want to retroactively put Prince in as Lucifer, um, and and Supernatural, <laughs> and have that be on all, every like every Netflix version. Like I want it to be so widespread of a replacement that like people are paying a zillion dollars for copies of the original because it has Mark Pellegrino in it, but nobody watches it. It's just a collector's item. Yeah. You know, I like to uh, this season have been doing the podcast art with album covers, mm-hmm. and I would love to just do something with with Prince, but I feel like I can't just like put Lucifer on a Prince album cover because I don't want to do that. So maybe I'll just put prince into a scene of supernatural can you instead. can you can you just get a prince album cover and just like put us like looking adoringly up at the at prince <laughs> like, yes, yes. <laughs> that should just be it that's the entire thing and just monster of the week uh, on it and put and publish um let's finish the episode um okay because there's important lore we need to talk about uh catch they decide that they're going to keep 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 catch around rather than kill him because they think they, they can work together with him yes um Catch so Catch goes to Asmodeus and is like, "Hey, Asmodeus is like, hey, I found something. It's an arch. It's an important errand from earlier. It's an archangel blade. Okay, not an angel blade. Yeah, not an angel blade. An archangel, Just an, an archangel blade. blade. I'm, yeah. Okay. Is this like so, when like, I don't know the cast of a movie gets matching tattoos? Like, do you think that the four archangels just all like had a party one day and were like, let's make some blades that are only capable? Let's make some blades that are only for us. Yeah. So yeah, okay. That's that's the thing here." Is that the Archangel Blades can only be used by an Archangel. Yes. Um, and Asmodeus reveals that he has a prisoner. <gasps> and this prisoner can use this blade. Do a slow zoom in. And who is it? But the Archangel Gabriel, a.k.a. the Trickster. Uh, and his mouth is stitched shut. Which, I mean, I wish we would have done. Like, why didn't you do that with Lucifer? If you had a yeah. Archangel stitches mm-hmm. just laying around the fucking place, why did you not use them on Lucifer <laughs> from the from the fucking jump? <laughs> he would still be in your Bold jail move, yeah. if you had done this. Like, he would have never gotten mm-hmm. Castiel mad. Castiel would have never gotten him mad, and he would just be sitting in jail getting made fun of by Dipper the Demon. Like, <laughs> if you had just used your Archangel sewing kit <laughs> from mm-hmm. fucking <laughs> yeah, what do you think they use? What kind of thread is that? I, I, like the I don't know, man. The feathers of a. I don't oh yeah, it's definitely the feathers of something. Yeah, it's sure. like the feathers of a fallen. I don't know. It's probably Lucifer's feathers, right? Like that's the yeah. that's the yeah. ultimate. Like whatever. I dude, I get so aggravated at this. So how do you feel about this? So we that's Gabriel, who's been dead since like season five. I'm a, I mean, like he's been directing episodes. I'm okay if they want to put it back yeah. in. Um, I don't, yeah. I don't 
how did he die? Like he definitely died. <laughs> he definitely I think like, Lucifer it, killed him. Yeah, yeah. But like I don't I think I, I don't know if he's come back since then or not, but I'm pretty sure he sacrifices himself. Yeah. So that like the boys can escape or something like that. Um and then he appears on a videotape uh in a in a fake porn to like deliver a message to Sam and Dean. It's been it's been a few years. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm I'm okay. I liked Gabriel at the time. Um Yeah, I like Gabriel now, but part of me was just like, Oh, we're just gonna bring somebody back. Okay. I mean, um, it's 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 this th- it's this thing that Supernatural has where they they're leaning harder into this Christian mythology and structure, mm-hmm. um, and they made the mistake of killing like all of the interesting gods off, like in season four or five. Uh, <laughs> so like we, I don't, and I don't, I really don't understand why they can't just be like like you know, there's a billion of people that still work kind of worship uh Callie or Kali or whatever. So like she just came back. Like you can't just kill a god like that. Like it's a different form or whatever. Um, yeah. Like I would prefer them to go in those kind of angles than try to stay within this Judeo-Christian architecture that they've got working for themselves with mm-hmm. cupids and angels pushing buttons and doing grunt work and stuff like that. Like I again when you get into the mechanics of angels, it all starts unraveling very, very quickly. But as an actor and as a character, I'd oh, sure want pop them on mm-hmm. in, buddy. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he's the <laughs> Gabriel from fucking Apocalypse World, right? Who knows? Right. Oh yeah, maybe. Um, when we saw him with his head down, I thought it was Metatron for a second. <laughs> I just imagine that, that guy being the one wielding. Sure, sure. sure. Uh, what if it was Prince? <gasps> but what if it was Prince? What if the camera pans in and his head slowly tilts up and you see Prince? Fucking Prince would make literally he never died. better. He was just on Supernatural. This is the third season, the 14th episode. Okay, so I'm going to go watch that episode of New Girl pretty soon. I think. That's just <laughs> going to be good. On the, thing, on, the, on the docket for this evening. Um, how do you feel about this Archangel Blade situation? This, this feels more I, like a pull it out of your ass to me than it does with the um, yeah, yeah. Our, our actual Archangel. We'll see if there's any payoff for it. I'm sure. I mean, obviously, there's going to be, they're going to do some stuff with it. Hopefully, it'll be cool. Hopefully, we can start steering um, our protagonists in the right direction because right now, it just sort of feels like they don't know what exactly they're doing. Um, Hopefully we'll use that Archangel Blade to kill Lucifer. I don't know if he's in season 14. So yeah, we, we I didn't know that Gabriel know. was coming back. I, like I said, I know how this, this season ends. Um, like the big thing from this, but I don't know all of the things. And then I don't think I know at all what happens in season 14. So yeah, no, no I'm, clue. I'm excited about that at least. Actually, that, that's, that's a lie. I know some things that happen. I have, I have, I have seen gifts just in searching for stuff for making music videos and whatnot. I have seen gifts. So like weird stuff happens, but I don't, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, th- this is one of those like middle tier supernatural episodes that are way yeah, more fun to fine. podcast about than it was to watch. Um, mm-hmm. it was cool that, um, I guess Danielle is in it. I don't know if they're gonna make her like a a long term character. Or yeah, not. She, the way she's posted up, at least we're gonna at least see her once again. Yeah, I think so. I feel like the same same way. I um, I, I I'm just like, oh boy, can we just not do this Lucifer stuff anymore? Like I'm. Like, uh, yeah, get him, yeah. get him into a place where he's controlling a devil world that's in a different universe or something, and I don't have to deal with him anymore. So, any final thoughts, Chris? No, well, um, hopefully, hopefully the next one will be a little bit more engaging. Hopefully so. Um, in the meantime, if you want to support your boys, you can uh, go to Patreon.com/slash Monster of the Week, donate some some money to us, and get cool stuff like episodes early. Um, access to the Discord channel, all kinds of cool interesting things. You can go to our merch st- store and buy some merch from us. Um, I'll have links to all that in the show notes if you just want to click on it. Um, really good quality stuff in there if you want to check it out. Uh, thank you to everybody who's been chatting with us on social media. 
I try to like interact in some form or fashion to all of the tweets. Um, but if I don't, if I didn't, I, I guarantee you that I read it. Um, it, it definitely gets read. Um, so thank you for everybody doing that. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back in about a week with <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Every week. Do you fact. remember, do you remember the teaser from last for, for this episode last week? Which I think was, it was something about Jensen's wife. Yeah, right? just Daniel Ackers, Ackles guest stars. Uh, well, next week it's Jim Beaver guest stars as Bobby Singer. So uh, <laughs> look, look forward to that. that. <laughs> look forward to that, everybody. Um, bye. Bye. Hello, Chris. When is the My wife is such a baller. What? My wife. She is such a baller. What happened? Well, like, I sent her a text. She's on a conference call, and you were like, I'm in the cut. And I'm like, well, she's probably not going to be that long. So to send her a text, like, hey, five, ten minutes, how long are you going to be? No response. Left me <laughs> unread. Oh. Uh, so, like, I walk in with a glass of water, and she sees me, and she's like, oh, yeah, it's that time. So she unplugs her laptop from the external monitor and from the power supply, um, from, like, the plug, uh, and grabs the laptop, her phone, a plug. <laughs> <laughs> While she's on a conference call, and she's, like, walking out of the, out of the stew and like having a detailed conversation about like, well, I don't really understand their strategies for Medicaid in 2021 or something. And I'm like, I'm going to go talk about Supernatural. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm glad. I, I Thank you for letting I me have this like, room. I can't like twiddle my thumbs and speak at the same time, let alone do all that. My brain is completely <laughs> rotting. She, I mean, she just did it like it was NBD, man. She just got it. She just got the fuck out of here for my dumb yeah. supernatural podcast. Hey, you know it is what it is. Okay, we get we got a uh, we have a duty to uphold. You know, you said duty. <laughs> it's our it's our duty. It's our, Rain it's our or duty. shine. It is our duty to talk about supernatural. It is our duty to talk about these hunks. Uh, I haven't heard your voice in a while. We've been, it's been a minute since we recorded. Mm. Good, good to hear. Yeah, you. I haven't spoken since last we talked. Uh, I've taken a vow of silence with oh, the rest of the oh, world no. to try and keep my best jokes. Because you know, as the black hole of of despair, mm-hmm. you know, circles tighter and tighter around me, I have to retain whatever positive energy I can for my duty. For your duty, uh, I um. Sounds like you're really CMAO over there, Chris. Are you okay, <laughs> dude? It won't stop snowing. It's so cold. Work sucks. Just you know, it's just life. It's just you got, you got, you got COVID. <laughs> I got the I got, I got COVID. You got um, COVID. You, know. you got the disease. <laughs> you know how it is. You know how it is. It'll. You know. It's just winter, and I think I probably I, every. Sorry, listener. You just have to listen to my cycle of depression probably every year of this podcast <laughs> as we go through winter. And I'm just like I don't know, man. I just don't get it anymore. Um, how can I you tell one, it's winter because Chris is crying? How can you tell I'm it's summer because Jeremy yeah. is complaining? I got um. Uh, I got a depression lamp. Um, that's not what they're officially called, but that's pretty good. Um, it's a, hopefully taking, it's an anti-depression lamp, right? 
yeah it's for it's for people you buy it when you have depression um and i I take i take some vitamin d supplements Mm -hmm. they make me nauseous sometimes though so um because my body is so um unaccustomed to nutrients exactly exactly it doesn't know what to do with any of this so um you know i'm trying to you know i'm trying to Trying to get out there, trying to do my thing, trying to get out there. I say I have to get out there this week. (laughs) (laughs) That's not true. I go to work, but it's dude. It's been snowing so much, and having to just deal with the snow, which I mean that happens every winter. It's not like this is new. But on top of everything else, trying to hustle at work and then dig through shit while half my fucking company is still at home, you know, sitting in their pajamas in bed, all all toasty, and then giving me shit while I'm in the office after driving through the snow, you know. It just it takes a toll on a man. Did I did I send you the what the weather is happening for me this weekend? What's going to happen? You got uh, sunshine and and tsunamis or what? It's it's like a bunch of rain for the next four or five days, like just rain, 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 and then like right now it's like it's probably like sixty degrees outside. Um, the low for Sunday night is eighteen degrees. Goodness gracious! That's talk about a cold snap. <laughs> like I don't know, and if it snows or if it sleets or whatever, um, the entire state will just shut the fuck down. Like we have no concept of how to deal with it. So like, there's gonna be more of a rush on like toilet paper like this week than there was for the coronavirus. Like people are going to be Yikes. stocking up. It's yeah, it's be been rude. um, yeah, just just a lot of snow, like. A lot of snow. I I keep thinking it's going to be just a little bit because a lot of this snow hasn't been overnight or it hasn't been all day. But every single time, including today, I'm just surprised at how much fucking snow there is. We haven't gotten any. We didn't get any snow like all December or January, but suddenly now it's just it's coming down. It's coming down. And um, I don't remember where that was going. It doesn't matter. It's snow. just a lot of snow. Yeah, it's just a lot, a lot of snow. snow. I got sick of shuffling. My back hurts. It's, um, it's it's just so nice outside right now like this is this is it's it's been gross because it's been wet like we've just had a really really wet january um, oh oh i remember what i was gonna say so yeah when, oh, it, when you get to that 18 degrees that's yeah. when it just hurts it starts to hurt to be outside well like just, I, I know you guys have the humidity up there as well but like that's something mm. that i didn't i wasn't prepared for like when i went to uh like kind of a real cold place for the first time like a colorado mm. or whatever um like while we were playing out in the snow like nbd like it was great having fun yeah uh, but like down here, if it gets a little cold, like that, the, the moisture in the air, like starts seeping into your bones, man. And it's not, you just get like, oh, you get that achy, achy cold. That's not good. <laughs> get that achy, achy cold. Yes, man. When that achy, achy cold hits, it's over. <laughs> it's it's all bed. over with, dude. Call Billy Ray. Make him song. Make dude, him sing a song. Will my it. gamer hands start hurting because oh, it's so dude. cold out. When I turn the PlayStation on and the PlayStation's like, nah, bro, not today. It's like, oh, <laughs> not going to happen, dude, man. Sorry, we're today. staying in. We're indoors today. Oh, it's rough. I, I, I mean, not excited about the cold. That's what I'm saying. No, it was like nine degrees a couple weeks ago. Um, and that was when it like, because I, you know, when I go into the office, I take walks on my lunch break because it's the only time I'm outside. Uh, and it's winter, but it's like 35 degrees. So I'm like, it's fine. I got a long ass wool coat on. Like, I'm good. Forget about it. No mm-hmm. sweat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you try going out when it's like 20 degrees or nine degrees, <laughs> zero degrees. That's when it's just like, uh-uh, this is just, you can't do this. My it's nose is going to fall off. Man, I don't, I don't just, I, I mean, I, I'm not on the Arctic, but like, just shut it down. Right. Yeah. Like, like, shut that, it down. Just shut me down, please. Nobody functioning. Nobody should be doing anything in these kind of temperatures. Like, just we might as well just stop. Like, what? What are we doing it for? Like, commerce? 
yeah. the economy. I don't even know what What's that is. Coo- yeah, commerce. Who's he? Never I heard of him. Never heard of him. Not here. I don't know her. Uh, <laughs> is what I think about I commerce. I do not know her. <laughs> oh. Uh, fuck capitalism. Jeremy, have you been gaming at all? I did. I played some games. I've been playing some games. Let's, let's I, uh, hear about those games, bro. Played some Dark Souls 2 with my bud. Excellent. We've been going. We're, um, we have cleared out everything except for the DLCs and the uh, and everything past Strang Lake Castle. You so, mean you just like you've beat those bosses and stuff? Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, when you say cleared bosses. out, I think of what I use. Actually, this is great. I'm talking about how depressed I am. I might go do this later. I would play Dark Souls 2, and you know how you kill all the enemies like 10 times and they disappear? Oh, I would yeah, just do yeah. that. When I would just be really depressed like five years ago, I would just do that. You just, <laughs> I would go, just do... go through and kill all the enemies until the world was empty. I can I can see that. I can see that being like pretty therapeutic, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah, right? <laughs> I can see that being very nice. Uh, no, no, we just killed the bosses. We did not extinct cool, the cool, enemies. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I played the medium. I think everybody should play the medium. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever try that on the on the shoot streaming thing? Did oh you... no, shit! I forgot you told me about that. Yeah, I need to. I need to. You need to check that out. Although, yeah. uh, I think it was Kyle in the Discord said like the PC version has some some issues, but uh, like it was a little frame ratey on the Xbox Series X, but it was perfectly playable. Um, I that game that, that, that th- uh, out the other super... day, and I totally forgot about. It. Yeah, that, that game is super super cool. Like it's it's it, it, I've never played Silent Hill, right? But I was describing this to another friend who had, and they were like, "Yeah, that's exactly what Silent Hill is. Like that is Silent Hill to a T." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, cool." Yeah, because it was. It's very much like. And they got the composer. Mm-hmm. You're wandering got, around, uh, Mary weird. Elizabeth, or whatever it is, mm-hmm. Marianne. <laughs> Wait, mm-hmm. I should know what her name is because I love the music that she sung for all these Silent Hill. Oh, games, the but... the name of the protagonist is Marianne, so that's who I thought you were oh, talking oh, oh, about. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, the singer, the singer that works with uh, Yamaoka. Um, she, I was, it, yeah, you sent me that song and it's really funny. The comment that you said automate about it. Cause Jess always says the same shit. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Autumn but, came out after on the end credit song. and was like, I can't really listen to any more of this anime music like this. And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and like, I don't associate that as anime music, but she's like, you know, like there's just some chick like singing over dramatically over like some generic music. She goes, I, I can only stand simple and clean because it has supernatural lyrics now. Like I cannot do any more of this. Wow. I was like, wow. Um, Coming for us. Yeah. She, so that's the, the singer is the, she was the voice director for Cowboy Bebop. Um, she's in Bebop. She plays Julia. And she, I mean, she's in like a million different games and anime and all that stuff. But um, yeah, when you showed me that, I was like, "Holy! They really did it! They just like they just made a Silent Hill game. They just made a Silent Hill game. It looks like." Uh, but I played it all the way through. The ending's a little weird. Um, but I, I, because I, I, I know at least one person who didn't really like the ending. I, I, I liked it a lot. Um, I can't think of a single Silent Hill that has like. <laughs> like a happy satisfying ending or anything like that yeah yeah i wouldn't def- i definitely wouldn't say this is happy and, and it's or satisfying but i still liked it i don't know if that's a spoiler <laughs> i mean um, that's how horror games go yeah yeah i don't ever expect the good stuff at the, like there's not going to be like oh i walked out of raccoon city and i got a burger and everything's good now mm-hmm. like everything's chill i guess that, that, that resident <laughs> evil 2 has like the true ending of resident evil 2 is like a happy ending I is, mean, it really, is that the one where like the dog is in charge of everything i remember seeing that online. <laughs> no that's silent hill that's silent hill okay. um that's like the joke endings for Silent Hill. No, Resident Evil 2, it's like um, Leon and Claire and uh, the little girl, I think it's Sherry. They just like walk out and then they try to like warn some trucker who's like driving into the infested city mm-hmm. and he just honks at them and ignores them. They're like, oh, well, LOL. Damn. Um, it's very campy. Very campy. I like that. Um, I like that a lot. Let's see. Let's, I mean, I feel like with the tone of horror games, it's it's hard to just 
have a happy ending. Like Fatal Frame 2, without spoiling it, you can replay it on the hardest difficulty setting and get an alternate ending that's like a much happier ending i guess okay but like thematically does not fit with like anything that came before it (laughs) so (laughs) it's like yeah that's cool and you can just like uh, yeah sure whatever um but there's a reason that it's the alternate ending and not the main ending the uh i guess the like the the hook to this game is that it lets you play in like a mirror universe at the same time so uh like you have your normal like person that you're playing as and then she has like she's a medium that's what they call it the medium so she has like a spirit version of herself they can see spirit world and you have to like kind of solve puzzles um because the spirit person can go into places that the world person cannot um so you like have to do stuff in the spirit world to open up stuff in the real world and it like and it's literally like you're playing both at the same time right like it's split screen yeah um and a lot of the cutscenes are split screen like that so like interesting up top will be like your character in the real world, like reacting to absolutely nothing. And then the bottom will be your character <laughs> in the spirit world, like reacting to the horrible monster in front of her. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And it's, it's really weird and honestly kind of distracting. Like it's really hard to maintain because mm. you, you just want to naturally focus on one thing. And my poor just attention deficit starved ass brain cannot f- handle the focusing on two things at once. <laughs> yeah, I can barely yeah. ho- handle focusing on anything for more than like about a minute. So like mm-hmm, two things at mm-hmm. once. Nah, that's too much. Happen. It's too much. That's they're asking a lot. Yeah. Like that's like when you are in the dark with your headphones sitting in front of your PC playing that game, that that's what that experience is good for. Yeah. And it, and, and it was, it was very cool. Like I'm not complaining about it at all. It was an extremely cool game. Uh, and it, like that, all of the split screen stuff was really, really interesting and absolutely fucking gorgeous. Like, mm. I, I mean, just wanted me to go, what it made, I w- immediately wanted to replay it and just get a bunch of screenshots and stuff from it. Cause yeah. it was just you gotta so get great. those screenies. You gotta mm-hmm. get those screenies. How else do people know how to play, play the game? That's right. That's right. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. What about you? Have you been playing a video game? Um, yeah, I, so I was tweeting about it because it was the, um, the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider. And I found out just through happenstance, like somebody retweeted a Tomb Raider tweet onto my timeline. I clicked on the thing and just saying like, oh, there's any news about a new game or anything like that. Uh, so the official Tomb Raider account follows me on Twitter. What? <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> when did that happen? And it must have been years ago when I had been like tweeting about the new game or whatever. But I um, was very surprised. Uh, and so I'm going through their feed and I'm seeing all these, um, posts that they're retweeting from people from, you know, the stuff I've, I've played every one of these games. So, uh, I, I pulled out the, the PS one discs, uh, and I went and popped in the Tomb Raider two disc into my PS three. Cause as you know, I still got that dinosaur sitting around Absolutely. and I just started playing Tomb Raider two from like 97, 98, whenever that game came out. Okay. Um, and the first, the first few minutes of it, I was like, "This is impossible to play." The, like the tank controls, oh, dude, I can't how imagine difficult that that holds up at all, dude. It's it, it was it was not it was not pleasant. But for some reason, I kept playing it because there was just this part of me. Like I was in elementary school when I last played this game, but I played it so 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 much. Um, and I kind of I was remembering how much I spent playing this game. Uh, so I'm I finally I start to get the hang of it a little bit. I get through the first level, and then I was like, "I'm I'm a champion. I can do anything." And then I get to the next level, which I don't know if you've played Tomb Raider 2, but it's, it's, you go from like a jungle temple to like Venice is the, the name of the level, but you're like in gondolas and like the, 
um where is the real place in real life is it venice that has <laughs> yes it's uh, venice that has the flooded streets <laughs> i don't know i haven't traveled what do i know so you're in venice okay and, mm-hmm. and it was just a totally different vibe and i got through that level like no sweat and then i made it through a couple more levels uh and i was thinking like man this game is actually a lot of fun i think i might actually get through this um and then i got to like level five or something like that and i was like i can't do it anymore this is too fucking hard um so then i just switched over to shadow of the Tomb raider which is the newest one because it was free on ps plus recently yeah um yeah, I so i had it installed so i was like all right and now i'm just trying to get the platinum in that because i had like 75 percent of the trophies already so i played the um, first just kind of passing time of those reboots was that shadow or was mm. that or was the shadow the second that, of the... it's just tomb raider it's just called tomb raider okay so i played that one and it was pretty good and i think i own shadow but i haven't actually played it and there's been another one since then too right like there was a third one of those there's there's tomb raider rise of the tomb raider and the shadow of the tomb raider is the third one yeah very confusing the stories are like whatever who cares but they're fun yeah, yeah. um they're fun video games to play and um i in between like all these these jrpgs and stuff Sometimes I just want to like do some action, which is why I played Sekiro again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to play Neo 2 right now since the PS5 version of that just came out. Yeah. Um, and I'm very slowly getting the hang of it, but it's so hard to break the like Sekiro muscle memory mm-hmm. because they look the same. You're playing as samurais with samurai swords, but um, the like what the gameplay requires of you is incredibly different um, despite how much it looks the same. So I'm trying to do like these fast attacks and deflect and like roll and shit. I'm like, wait, I, I'm not, I can't be doing any of that stuff. Um, Man, the, it takes a, a completely the, different like mindset to to fight in in Neo too. So I'm slowly getting the hang of that, but it's not easy. The uh, the the don't give up skeleton Discord server has a channel for just general games that aren't like from software related, mm-hmm. and it has been dominated by like five or six people talking about neo 2 and all of the weird end game stuff <clears throat> to the point that i'd have i don't know what that game is they talk about like fists and and weird fighting humans <laughs> and i'm like what in the fuck are you talking about and i have to <clears throat> excuse me i have to skim it because like i want to make sure they're not slipping in any racist shit in there right like i can't right, have right, that right, stuff right. on my discord like oh you're talking about killing yokai but do you really mean black people i don't know i have to check that shit out uh, and they yeah. don't. They just mean yokai, thankfully. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it gets like looking at the stuff that's required for that that all of that. I'm just like completely confused by. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I always think it's going to be simple, and it's not. Um, I eventually, I, I got the hang of the first Neo back when that first came out. Um, but I did it like right away, kind of, and then that was that. And I just kind of breezed through the game. Didn't have any issues with any of the bosses. But yeah, Neo two. I've just been in like the first area, dying constantly. Um, for probably like three hours and then i got to the boss and beat the boss pretty much right away because that like the mechanics of of a boss battle sometimes just make a lot more sense than like random mob um but yeah it's interesting so i'm sort of all over the place with games right now <laughs> still trying to beat persona 5 i did make some progress but Good. i probably got like 75 hours to go jesus christ did you see did you get the email today from i am 8 bit that they're doing like that special final soundtrack for that game Oh God! Wait, another one? Yeah, I think I think this is a different one <laughs> that they're I, doing. Oh no! <laughs> oh man! I tried playing yeah. um, Alien Isolation. Oh, uh, it's just the cover of it. It's just the cover of it. It's the one that I already pre-ordered. Oh, okay, I'm okay. Cool. okay. Okay, Alien Isolation. Yeah, how'd that go? Uh, it's weird. I I don't know if I like that game. I don't know if the game is just too spooky or it relies a lot on stealth. Um. And there's does does a lot of weird stuff with music that I don't like. So, mm. for for example, um, 
I like you have to like sneak around, obviously, like you could peek up or peek down. But I got to this part where like I did something, I got something, and like this dramatic, huge, intense like music swell happened to the point where I was like, "There's 18 xenomorphs coming after me right now." Like they've they're gotta be right. Like I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. nothing else deserves this type of music unless there's a pack of xenomorphs and a predator behind them chasing them towards my direction. And and also the Punisher is there for some reason. Like it was Punisher's there, yeah. And he's not happy music. with you yeah. or them or the Predator. They they got beef yeah. from way back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> that, I think that probably actually happened in Marvel at some point. Anyway, oh wow. Um, but it was it was nothing. Like I just moved some stuff around and I grabbed something and like I walked out and I was like, oh, like all of this is for naught. But it literally like had hyped. Like it, I was so tense playing it that I just. I wasn't having any fun anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, oh, this is, I'm. Mm. Yeah, being being that tense, you need a sense of relief in order for it to be fun. Yeah, um, yeah. And, that's what like a jump scare is in movies, right? It's the relief of tension, which is why I guess so many horror fans complain about jump scares. It's because it's not relieving tension. It's just like making you jump because it's a loud noise, right? Sure. Um, the controversy with Alien Isolation, I remember when that game came out, was so many people seemed to like it. Um, but then, like, the IGN review came out, and it was a 5 out of 10. And everyone was like, what the fuck? What are you? That game sucks? What do you mean? But I like it. But, you, but it sucks? <laughs> just stop reading IGN. Yeah, do yourself stop. a no, favor. That's, just, that's one guy's opinion. I know. Dude, um, just, just stop reading that one dude's opinion. I, I don't think That was, a- like, the first... That was the first thing I had even, like, heard about the game was mm-hmm. this. So I just always assumed, like, oh, I guess people don't like it. But then over the years, I've just repeatedly heard people be like, oh, I love this game. It's so scary. The um, but I don't know the like the weird stuff to me is that uh, like it was like on because I've tried it on both PlayStation and Xbox because I was having like weird issues with that game uh, graphically. Uh, and I will say like if you if you were planning on playing it like if you're easily overwhelmed by flashing or like uh, glitchy kind of artifacting, the the game is fucking full of it. Like if you pause it, like the game is like oh. Do you want to be blinded? <laughs> like Ooh. it's it's just way over the top with that stuff, and there's no option to turn any of it off. But um, both the Xbox and the PlayStation version, when I started a new game, was like, do you want to enable the camera mode where you can literally like move? It has head tracking where you can move your head to peek around corners. Um, and then both of them wanted to enable uh, a sound mode where I guess the microphone in your controller would pick up noises. So like in very ah. tense moments, like with you're hiding from a xenomorph or whatever, like if you make a sound in the room, it would be transmitted in the game. I feel I, like if you do a big sneeze. Yeah, exactly. Like imagine sneezing and a xenomorph kills you in a yeah. video game and you have to like reload from a checkpoint. <laughs> that would be terrible. It'd be horrible. Be so mad. Nobody would yeah. want to do that. Um, so yeah, like that, I, I turned both of those options off and have it set to like easy mode or whatever. But even then I felt like I was getting overwhelmed by stuff and I it was probably just my own mind, but you, you, video games do that to you. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna try it's to find something intense... else spooky to play, I think, but not like super spooky. Yeah. It's hard. Cause all my recommendations are PS2 games. So well, I've got like, I do, I do really like fatal frame too. And I think that series, because you actually fight stuff, like you fight ghosts yeah. with first person controls. Um, Hey, look! I've I got a Wii U hooked up. I can play that Fatal you, Frame game at any time. You could. I think it's like fifty fucking dollars, though. But you could try the demo. The demo's free. I'm pretty sure I might. I might own that. I might have downloaded that at one point. I don't know. I'll have to find out. It's a. Uh, that's a fun game until like the last four hours of it, because it's a game that really it reaches like a ten hour point where you're like, I am satisfied with this game, and then there's like four four more hours after that, which is a lot of time to spend playing a video game. But you're yeah. 
mostly done with. But that has the uh, not wrong. You were not the wrong. other the other tall lady. Um, like the oh, she has a name. I'm like, it's it's like a Japanese like urban legend thing of just this this really 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 tall ghost lady who like looks over hedges and like steals children or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like nine hours into Fatal Frame, made it into the Black Water. That's the Wii U one, and this just fucking lady as tall as a tree just walks out of nowhere. Now I've got like crying ghosts and spooky monks all over the place. And then this lady, the, t- the size of a tree who's like dressed nicely with like a big hat on scared the ever living shit out of me. Um, and then you, there's interstitial parts between levels in fatal frame where you go back to like the antique shop where like the characters live or work or whatever. Um, and there's security cameras there and then shit starts happening on those security cameras and you have to use those during gameplay. And it's genuinely terrifying in a really, really fun way. I should, I should probably look this up and, and check it I out. I just really wish that they would put those games on Switch. Seems like it'd be like a no-brainer for Switch, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, Nintendo is so fucking weird about all that stuff, though. Like, I, I just put all of your stuff on Switch. Like, put fucking uh, Wind Waker HD on Switch. That should. Why d- is that not on Switch? Well, that's, everything that's on the Wii U should be playable on the Switch, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yep. just, that's just that's the same thing with with like with PlayStation. When I had to pull out my PS3 the other day, and it just was like, what? What am I doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> I I love playing old games. I do at least once a year. I play an old game, um, whether I'm replaying something that uh, I, I love or just like going back to something that I always wanted to try. Like the fact that none of that stuff can carry over to to the new systems, it just sucks. Yeah. Um. Now, obviously, it's great that basically every PS4 game can be played on a PS5. But now I, I still have to have that PS3 hooked up or my PS2 hooked up if I want to play like Metal Gear Solid or something like that. Like I have to like you have to have an old console lying around ready to go. Yeah. I'd, or, or, you know, an, an emulator that can play a lot of that stuff. Sure. Right. I, right. I, I, what I end up finding with the emulator stuff is like, oh, I've spent three hours organizing this and making sure that it works and testing it and now i have no desire to play video games anymore <laughs> so yep, i'm just going yep. to shelve there is it. <laughs> something about having like the physical disc to put into a, a, a machine or like having the controller and everything in front of me or whether it's like it's on my home screen on my my ps5 mm-hmm. those like tactile i mean not the home screen thing but having that thing in front of you makes me want to like pick up and play a game yeah. but whenever i like download something and it's in a folder on my desktop somewhere i'm like i no, i'm never gonna think about it i'm never gonna think about it should we talk about supernatural yeah 